Kane and Bucks. It is Kane and Bucks. You can book online for the best rates in Melbourne Airport parking, melbourneairport.com.au. And of course, for Kubota, for over 40 years, we'll be making tomorrow matter shaping and building Australia. The McCafe menu is absolutely stacked. David Teague is going to tell us about their win against Melbourne yesterday. And Rob Ald is the AFL Executive General Manager of Game Development. The AFL set to spend a billion dollars across the next decade to get more people playing footy. Um, a couple of observations from the preseason games over the weekend. And you're right, Bucks. Every year I get sucked into um, preseason games <laughs> and make, make big statements. I did that last year. So I'm not going to do that. More, more just gentle, more just gentle observations. Um, Growth, you touched Kane. on Tom Lynch uh, and his importance to the Tigers. I think there's another one, and that is Nan Curvis. So in nine seasons, he's played 20 games just three times and 15 last year. And Samson Ryan is a likely type, but he's not ready to be their ruck yet at Richmond. And we saw that at the start of the game. Yesterday, Melbourne kicked the first five. Max Gorn was dominant from the centre bounce. Gorn also went forward and tested him there. He's just not ready to ruck. I know they've got Naismith, but I'm not sure he's the option either. So the availability of Nan Curvis to lead as captain and as a ruckman, I think is really significant um, for the Tigers. Do you think that he's a bit of a um, a talisman for them as well? Does he does he bring their their aggression and, and some of their grunt? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's the fire starter there. Often in a, uh, often the ruck role will do that, but it's excellent when when you have a ruckman who can is great at his craft and brings that that mm. energy as well. Just want to speak about Shea Bolton and how important he is as well, and, and and his standing and where it can get to across the whole of the competition, not at Richmond. So in 2022, I saw him as absolutely a top 10 player in the league, maybe maybe pushing top five with, with what he's got. And his, his numbers were amazing, 400 touches and 41 goals in 2022. And whilst his numbers were really good last year, it was more possession, probably less impact. Um, he's 25 now, absolutely entering his prime. And what he is capable of is the best player in the game. Is he going to get that? I don't know. And uh, it, it changes all the time from week to week. Who's the best player in the game? That, that's a difference of opinion. But he should be in that conversation by the end of this year. He was terrific yesterday. He's a nightmare matchup. Um, and he's got the tricks to go on ball, centre bounce, impact, drift forward, get over the back, sit on heads, kick goals off the ground. But too often last year, I thought he just drifted. You sort of watch a game and for five, six minutes, seven, eight minutes, where, where's Bolton? I haven't seen him and then, you know, flash through the screen and he'll light it up. So just some more consistency for Bolton will be critical in him reaching those highs that I think he's capable of reaching. Last year was the first year I saw him frustrated as a player. And and whether that's midfield time versus forward time, whether that was the win-loss ratio, whether it was, um, you know, the, the, the changeover of coach um, and the instability that was there. But there was, there was plenty of reasons why there was a bit of a drop-off for him last year. Five or six pre-seasons in, you start to build that depth of um, cardiovascular strength. And, and he's a, I mean, he's a ballistic player. He does amazing things. You know, mark of the year and goal of the year in one year. It's, it's pretty amazing that he can do that. I, I'm, he's, he's just one of the players you just love to go and watch play the game. And he looked, he looked up and about. 
um, which is a good start at uh, at his first showing on the weekend. He did. Um, uh, for the Demons, just a few of their ball movement, ball movers I liked and their connectors. So Billings, a couple of nice touches and hits the kicks that perhaps Melbourne players have been reluctant to take. Windsor on the wing, we've spoken a lot about him. First year player, so expectations will be low, but he's a ball carrier. He's a good user of the ball. Hunter, when he plays, Bowie off half back and Kynan Brown is the other one who's got lateral movement, first-year player, father-son, who looks a likely tight bucks yesterday. Yeah, look, and, and as you said, that that first exposure is always interesting and you you make assessments based on 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 whether um, on whether guys are going to be able to carry that through a season. You're waving at me. You, no, that's, what that's have that's I done? It's not for you, mate. It's for Joel. Oh, okay. You were waving something at the screen and I was like, what so, I, I Observation I made, I went and watched, I think, watching off the TV, I watched I watched a bit of the Melbourne Richmond off the TV, didn't get down there, but yes. I went and watched Hawthorne on last Thursday um, live. Your man Weddle looks okay. He's going to have to play as an undersized key, I think, uh, early in the season in particular, but he looked good. Watson was, uh, I know that you and Kingy sort oh, of came back yeah. and gave you that, gave you his feedback, but so what was your over-under for how many goals he can kick? I thought... I set the over and under at 36. Well, that's, that's that, I'm taking the unders on that, but yeah, that's I not know. saying King, he's not. King not gonna... took the unders as well, and it was pre, it was probably higher. Um, but I, he's good for he's good for one and a half goals a game, I, I believe, and that would get about 36. Now availability injury, to have an expectation of a him? first year player to play like well, all of them as well. But Jade, like Jaden Stevenson, that's about the mark that he yeah. set in his first year. Ginnivan kicked 41. You know, he's, a, he's a young player. I don't know. I just think he's special. And I think he's going to get you one and a half goals a game when he plays. Now, does he play all 23 games? And he probably has to to get that number. Probably not on reflection, but... Um, I'll tell you the other one that stood out was Husswake. He just Yeah, Kingy was raving about yeah, him as and, well. Yeah, and, and he looked like he was big and strong. He just... He, he was um, very good in the clinches, uh, clean with his hands, and apparently is is as trained on as, as, as fit as. So... Mm. Hawthorne supporters should be looking, and probably takes Will Day's midfield spot. To be honest, um, yeah, in those early early couple of rounds that he's going to miss, so that, that's a great opportunity for the young fella if he if he continues his trajectory. Working through a couple more observations from the preseason games of the weekend, uh, Goody needs to release Cosy Pickett's handbrake. Put him in the centre bounces more. Has every, he got the every, tank? Well, Has he got the tank? Does he need the tank? Because does yes? Can you not? Go to centre bounce and be a centre bounce forward player. I think he. I think he can be that. Can he Cirioli. be Sirioli? Yeah, did it. Sirioli Bolton, Bolton started to do that. Um, Rochelle's going to do that. Rankin's going to do that for Adelaide. Every time he's in the centre bounce, which is so crucial, and Melbourne have been a very good centre bounce team. He lights it up. Um, he averages eleven touches for his career picket, and a clearance per game last year. He's a big goal kicker. He kicked a lot of goals. I want him to get to 15, 16 touches a game, and the benefits for that to Melbourne will just be will be enormous. Now, he's not a high-possession player, I get that, but every time he goes to centre bounce, he does something. So I think he went to eight yesterday, eight centre bounces. You'd love to see him in there for 30 40% of the time at the Ds. And they started to do that early last year, but then went away from that as the season went on. I just think you can do that. The 666 has made it a little harder to have that go. Like, cause you can swap from, from the front, but you used to be able to bring a player off the back. So you, you potentially put your midfielder off the back and put it forward into center bounce. Yes. 
when you didn't have to be 666. So that was, you probably saw more of that forward, spitting forward after that. It's a, it's a little bit more difficult. You don't get as much cover when you do it from the front, but um, there are ways and means to, to get your, uh, your, your best, sharpest um, players in and around the ball. Mm. He's got to prove to do that before he's going to get more time. All right, two more. Every time I see Van Royen play, he impresses me. And I don't know if we've made enough of him. I know the crowd, the big woo, and we love watching him. He's not even 21. And every time I see him play, I'm like, you are everything I'd want for my team's key forward. He's aggressive. He leads to the logos. He crashes packs. He's a bit rough around the edges, and there's a couple of things that he need to tidy up in his game. But he's not even 21. Mm. He's played one season. So the sky's the absolute limit for this young man. And I just think Melbourne would have been searching for that player for so long. You've found it. Don't worry about it. You don't go searching. You, you've found it now. Um, they sh- I think they should have traded Petty and absolutely loaded up. He'll never be worth more to them than what he was in trade period last year. And I don't know if he's a forward, but Van Royen is. And I just love watching him play. Scott, he'll he'll need that. a foil and Petty's that guy. I, okay. I don't think, ben, I think Ben Brown is, you know, he's been a, a great servant. Uh, Fritch needs to be a third tall. And, and I th- if you got Petty, if you got four seasons out of Petty and Van Royen and gave them mm-hmm. a chance to work together as a unit, we could see a very different Melbourne side going inside 50 because we understand the challenges they've had you yeah. know, over the last couple of years. And McAdam's years. in that, like, provided his body's like, McAdam is, you know, he can add something different as well. On paper, how good does everyone's like. best look now? Like, you I just know. think about, okay, if they can do this, that, the other, and it all, all got to come together. But even Melbourne, with the troubles that we've seen through, like, they're stacked through the midfield. They've got May and Lever out back. They didn't look great when they were getting 10 goals kicked against them in a practice match against Richmond, who was mm-hmm. not really touted as going that well this year. But, um, yeah, they've still got a lot of weapons. And just the last one, just the importance of Riley Philthorpe, who was excellent for Adelaide in their intra-club game. He's just the ideal second-ruck key forward. Balances their forward line perfectly with Fogarty and Walker and Rankin and Rochelle and Pedler and, and Murphy and these players. Needs to play tougher, needs to be more consistent and needs to live to the talent that he's got. But the reports are big on his pre-season. So hopefully for the Phil seeker, Riley Philthorpe, he has a big Phil year Thorpe, for Phil the Crows. Thorpe, just, on, just on... Him, I think the tough love that he's received in his first couple of years, we'll I think, off. yeah, we we ne- we never know the alternate reality. But if he'd have been molly coddled and and got all his games without having been challenged the way that I th- I feel like the Adelaide coaching staff have challenged him, we don't know whether he just would have might have faded, he might have faded out in the next eighteen months. It's still yet to happen, but I reckon he's more of a chance with that tough love, mm. with those those harsh, th- those higher expectations on his performance, on his competitiveness. I hope he comes through, and I hope the Adelaide coaching staff get rewarded by making mm. those calls. All right, that was our observations from the preseason. On the other side of the news headlines, some questions without notice.